It's a day late, but never a dollar short. It's your boy, Dylan, uh, with a morning Jay here. We're quickly going to recap the last uh, UFC card, which was UFC. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Hill versus Santos. We don't do cuts on here unless it's all one take. No edits and any of that bullshit. No, I don't have time for that crap. I typically have to yell at my producer. But, uh, I hope everyone's having a great, uh, start to their week. Uh, I certainly am, in certain aspects. Um, but, you know, I've been doing some more things creatively, and <clears throat> also, you know, maybe another project on the horizon as well. But it's way too early to say anything about that either. So let's get into this recap very quickly here. Um, uh, sorry from bottom to top, as we always do. Uh, Myra Buena Silva defeats Stephanie Edgar via submission. And we had Edgar on this one, folks. Um, I. Ah, oh, man. So the takedown really came easy. But, like, I did not anticipate Stephanie Egger's, like, lack of urgency on the ground. And, like, and I feel like I downplayed my Buena Silva as, like, a, like, opportunistic finisher in, like, terms of submission grappling. Uh, but, man, not a good look from Egger, I have to say. Um, I don't know if she... She's from Switzerland, so she probably understands English enough to have said yes or no. I did tap, and then I saw on Instagram she looks like she's going to be fighting it. Fighting with tap. And that's just a bad look, dude. It, like, it really is a bad look. If, it, like, in every way, like... It was a bad look from the ref. Uh, in a way, a bad look from my Buena Silva. Not just letting go of the submission when the ref wasn't engaged with her. And Stephanie Egger not saying anything at all. Just leaving this huge swath of confusion. And then you end up with a judge's... The judges help with the decision, or one specific judge said he 100% saw it, and Herb Dean said that he saw it too. He was not refing. It was Chris Taglioni, I believe. Uh, uh, I'm not sure how, that's how you say his last name. But anyways, I don't know. There's more to come for that story. Maybe they'll fight again, just because of how fucky everything was, even though it was a very... I felt so bad for my old boy myself, too, because it's just, like, heart-wrenching to feel like you have to defend your win. Like, your your first round finish win, which was almost under a minute. So it's like... I don't know. But we had Edgar on that one, so... Little X. Uh, next up, uh... Women's strawweight bout. Corey McKenna uh, defeats 
Miranda Granger with the first Von Flew choke from a woman in the UFC. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good win for McKenna to get back on track. But I don't know if it says anything particularly special about her as like a competitor. Like, uh, she's young, working at Alpha Male. There's only so much ceiling on the training there, in my eyes, but, you know, it can be good. Um, just to have, like, a base of, like, technique. Yeah, it was, I mean, like, the takedowns were, were easy. It was just easy. Uh, next up, Brian Battle defeats, oh, we had McKenna in the last one, defeats Takashi Sato via KO with a stiffening head kick, slapped him in the first round, I don't think anyone predicted that, some nice stuff from uh, Battle there, he looked fast at Walter Waite. So, there's that. You know, dropping down and still maintaining speed. And looks like he's got some physicality now. But, again, another, you know, win that I don't know says too, too much about where he stands. I like his call-outs, even though he doesn't know how another Brian spells his name. Next up, uh, Michael Oleksajic defeats Sam Alvey via T. For, for, via KO in the f- first round. Jeez, I'm sorry, folks. Um, yeah, what what's more to say here? Sam Alvey's completely washed in every sense of the word. You know, winless in his last nine. Yeah. Oksajic dropped down. A good tune-up fight for him. It looked like. Uh, he looked. He looked like. Oh man, this is I'm gonna go smash this guy because that's what I that's what they put him in for me to do. So good on him to not subject us to another boring Sam Alvey fight. For Sam Alvey, uh, the UFC had recommended he just retire before this fight, no matter the result, and uh, he said they would fight out for another deal. How'd that turn out, bud? Oh, it's disrespectful. I apologize, Sam. Uh, Terrence McKinney defeats Eric Gonzalez. I mean, just the speed advantage that McKinney had won out pretty early. And, uh, you know, Gonzalez got a couple good shots in, but, you know, McKinney worked to his back, and I don't know. Gonzalez didn't seem too apt to be fighting the hands or anything, and cranked his neck, so. <clears throat> yeah, McKinney's on the right track. He called out Patty the Batty. Why not? Uh, either guy could lose that fight. Let's just say. Next up, Sergey Spivak defeats Augusto Sakai, the uh, KO 
I mean, this is uh, pretty much an utter domination. And probably the first guy that with a some with a concerted grab boy attack. I mean, I guess Overeem just like smashed him from top at times, and I should have recognized that, which I did because I got a perfect on this. You know, Spivak round two KO, and I also cast on that, and I can show you the receipts on that. Uh, next up, Juliana Miller. I should be saying. We picked McKinney, picked Oleg Sajak, picked Battle, picked McKenna, we picked Egger, who lost. The only person who's lost so far in the picks we have. Next up, uh, I picked Broken Walker. She lost to Juliana Miller via third round KO. And, man, she's just looked much, much stronger in the clinch exchanges. And it was, I said on Twitter, it was a combination of the two things. Like, you would have thought that Broken Walker would have had, like, some physicality to Juliana Miller's, like, technique. But it was all, it was all like, oh, I can just, like, get into the clinch and trip you at any time. And, yeah, and then she smashed her from top, and then crotch dropped her. After she finished the person striking them, just like, come on. And, you know, Juliana Miller looks like she's another possible Jessica here. And I don't mean that in her fighting style. So, uh, yeah, there's that. I did place money on Juliana Miller as well. Because I did waffle. Because I didn't know too much about that fight. Until it was playing out, obviously. Because they don't watch tough. And I think I saw Miller on like one Invicta card. One time. So, uh, up next, we've got the heavyweights. Which, you know, Muhammad Usman loses literally every, every portion of the bout up until he wins. And bites on every single fake, just get chipped, chipped away, getting hit with hard punches too at times, but then just lands a left hook and sleeps Zach Puka, Pauga in the second round there. Brutal. And uh, I don't know how good Mo Usman is, but he certainly is, I thought it, I found it funny. He said, I like the broadcast, like when they were doing like a preview for him. He said, I've never been the most athletic guy. And I was like, dude, you can't be not that self-aware. Not that it didn't take hard work for him to build up his frame or whatever, but come on. Come on, dude. We picked Mo Usman by KO, by the way. We also put money on him at plus odds. At plus 600 odds there. Um, we, didn't talk, we don't talk about like bets on the podcast, just to be clear. We kind of make it like day of, day before. Uh, I don't know why I do it like that. Jeff Neal defeats Vicente Luque by KO. I picked Luque. And man, 
it really did feel like Jeff Neal just tanked a ton of damage and then just was the guy with the better chin. Like, I'm, like, so few people can just, like, eat a Luke, a clean left hook from Vizente Luke multiple times and not look visibly effective. That's just my read. Like, obviously, like, the left hand was finding its mark, and there's a little bit of a speed advantage, but, man, I was so surprised at the results here. And just credit Luke for being one of the toughest people in at Walter Waite and currently in the UFC. Because... Like, I've never seen a guy almost... The last person to almost be finished multiple times like that was Matt Schnell, and he actually won the fight he was in. But he was fighting a worse fighter. So. Relatively. Um, next up. The main event, we picked Hill there. And, uh... Yeah, he gets the job done in the fourth round. Kept a decent pace. He's absolutely sloppy when it gets more than one punch deep, dude. Like, one of the just wingers, dude. But so is Tiago Santos. And, yeah. Just... I would have thought Hill would gas more for how much, how many times he's finished people in the, like, early parts of fights. But he did not, because he kept his own pace, and, uh, ends up getting the job done. <clears throat> Tiago Santos's corner wanted him to, like, wrestle, and... He did that at times, but could not keep it consistent. And I think that eventually exhausted him. And I thought Hill did a good job, even when he was taken down, to have a lot of urgency to get back up. So that's a good sign for him. And, yeah, I think he called out Jan Blahovich. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. I don't know. I don't really care for light heavyweight too much. Other than, like, I don't know. It's kind of stupid violence at the end of the day. That's the way light heavyweight feels to me. Not that they aren't skilled people. Just the way it plays out. Uh, anyways, enough of this dead air. Uh, this is was another morning Jay here. I'm kind of all fucked up. I'm working and doing this at the same time. While being, actually. No. But, uh, I'll have, I will release the, you know, the regular Get Smoked MMA podcast earlier, you know, later on this week at some point. And, uh, I believe that's a UFC, what was it, Cruz versus... Vera. So, I have my picks then, and I'll catch you guys later.